Welcome to Speak the Truth, a podcast devoted to giving biblical truth for educating, equipping, and encouraging the individual and local church in counseling and discipleship. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again today on Speak the Truth. I am in studio with Michael. Hello, hello, hello. And Jeremy. Good morning. <laughs> And of course, I'm Shauna Van Dyke, and I am thankful to uh, be joining um, my team today just to talk about something that I know we all question, and if we haven't yet, then um, we must be powering uh, through serving in ministry okay. I don't know if that made sense, but some of our listeners have had a question on how to self-care, how to not take um, the weight of the things that they're working or helping others through home, um, and obviously maybe how to avoid avoid burnout. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, Correctamundo. So Michael, you want to start us out? Yeah. Um, with that, we have had people ask about what does that self-care look like? And so for our biblical counselors out there and also for uh, people who are just doing ministry uh, and also for the lay leader who may be in the local church context that is serving a great deal uh, and you're wrestling with, I don't know if I'm getting enough uh, of my time with the Lord and, and time with what matters. And I just feel like I'm exhausting myself and exerting myself in all these ways. So this time, this podcast is for you. And so what we wanted to talk about that specifically was how, how do we break that down? Um, you know, obviously, that's a good question. Uh, there, there's been a lot of feedback, a lot of opinion on what that looks like for us um, as, you know, those of us who are doing ministry at any level. Um, how do we maintain uh, our time with the Lord and uh, just the care for our souls first and foremost uh, how is the care for our emotional well-being, our intellectual well-being, and, of course, our physical well-being, and just how every single uh, aspect of that kind of plays into the whole care of our soul care, if I can put it that way. Mm -hmm. um, so, the, you know, biblically speaking, wh what's what's a biblical precedent for this? Uh, and a couple of couple of passages I wanted to, to just kind of set the stage on that for is uh, Matthew 12, uh, and then Mark 2.27, um, where uh, Mark 2.27 is kind of a, a, another uh, aspect of Matthew chapter 12, where um, he's talking about the Sabbath. Um, you know, a lot, we don't hear a lot about the Sabbath. Um, you know, of course, depending on what denomination you may be in, um, there's not a lot of conversation around the Sabbath. But the idea is with the Sabbath, it's, it's establishing a rhythm of rest. Um, you know, there's some theological nuances that we could get into, but for the sake of this podcast, we're not going to do that. Uh, but I will encourage uh, those who uh, have have not really maybe heard a lot about the Sabbath uh, to encourage you to uh, do some research on that. Um, it is the fourth commandment within the Ten Commandments, um, which a lot of people believe that the uh, the the establishment of the fourth commandment was uh, was taken in Christ and he fulfilled that, which Matthew chapter 12 talks about. He is Lord of the Sabbath and that it's his, uh, which is true. Um, so not to sound legalistic or anything like that, I'll leave it up to you, the listener to, to do that research. But for the sake of us in this conversation on self care, uh, we need to understand what it means to have uh, just a rhythm of rest. Uh, so I wanted to read with that uh, Mark two. Uh, 27. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the son of man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. 
Um, and then in Matthew chapter 12, where Jesus says, you know, come to, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Um, we hear that in church, and it's preached typically in a salvific way, which is to say it's preached in a way of, of drawing people to the Lord in terms of salvation and finding ultimate rest in him for their souls, um, you know, if they're ridden with guilt and shame and all of those things. But we don't really hear it necessarily spoken of uh, in a continuation of the gospel where it rests in the, I need to be able to rest in the continuation of my salvation uh, in in providing that rest in the Lord. And so uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that uh, as well, just to kind of take those thoughts further. Um, so practically speaking, what does it look like for us to uh, really prepare ourselves and take time to get into uh, the preparation of self-care when we're uh, going zero to 100, you know, on any given day. Um, so, yeah, Jeremy, do you have any any just in, initial thoughts on, on just the topic uh, before we kind of press in a little bit more? Yeah, I think it's a extremely important topic because uh, it's so easy, especially within the realm of counseling, to get so caught up in the issues of people um, that it can just, it can create things like burnout. It can create things, um, that feel very heavy for, for the person. So I think it's a, it's a huge topic and uh, I'm glad we're covering it today. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's Sabbath day. We're encouraging our counselors and pastors and disciplers out there to do that. What would that look like practically? Like what are some tips and examples that you would give? Yeah, practically I would, uh, first again, which in, reading the scripture there, you know, practically, you know, most oftentimes for us, when we go to church, you know, we hear a sermon and maybe we uh, may have a community group or something. And that kind of becomes our, our, our time in the Lord, or maybe we have a quick uh, 15, 20 minute um, quiet time with the Lord on a daily basis. But is 15, 20 minutes in spending time in the word adequate enough to keep us going through uh, the hustle and bustle of life. So the heavy circumstances, so if we're counselors and we're taking cases where we're hearing uh, just the full extent of people's brokenness, and so we're exerting ourselves and we're trying to be instruments and in, in speaking with people, uh, how are we, what are we drawing from? And so um, the practicalness is, okay, spiritually speaking, I need to establish a quiet time with the Lord, maybe on any given day. But my encouragement with the Sabbath was to say on whatever day that may be for somebody, but there needs to be one day out of the seven days where it's a, it's an adequate day of rest where I'm taking time for my soul, spiritually speaking. So I'm, I'm immersing myself in God's word and drawing from God's word. So as to like uh, Psalm 76, 13, where uh, my flesh may fail, but you know, but God is my portion forever. Like in drawing from the practicality of that, of, I need to be getting into the Lord's word and I need to be resting in his work and his promises so that I'm being filled spiritually. And then moreover, what am I doing physically on this day? I'm, I'm physically resting. You know, a lot of us, um, we feel like we've got to do all this stuff. We've got to be highly productive. We live in a very high productive society and, you know, we have apps to help us with our productivity. We've got all these different things. But how many of us, Honestly, where it's one day a week where we legitimately disconnect from the work of our lives to rest in the work of Christ. So when we talk about practicality, that, that's where I'm coming from. So there's the spiritual realization of that 
immersing myself into the word, resting in the truth of the word and the, and, and the promises of God and resting in the work that Christ accomplished. But then secondly, like practical things, like if um, after we've rested, you know, how many of us are, and these, these are things that I've seen when I'm, you know, just doing some research and looking at just, you know, this topic of, you know, the practical stuff is like, you know, our diets and exercising and all of that's true. But I think we stall out there and we don't spend a lot of time in the spiritual. Well, I think, well, I definitely hear you on the spiritual time with the Lord because I know oftentimes I can get in the Bible where I'm preparing for what I'm teaching the women, you know, at a Bible study or what I'm, you know, planning to get to in a counseling session or how I want to encourage someone. And I often miss out on, wait, what about me? Like I haven't just went and just was with the Lord, you know, it was always going to the scripture for something for me to get something out with, with the great intentions. Yeah. Because I want to pour that out to someone else, but it, it, I wasn't resting. And so I love that encouragement from you. And then also just that rest part where we can just go, go, go. And we're not just spending time. We almost feel guilty in what we, is this being lazy? And you're like, no, it's sleeping. Like let's sleep. And I remember one time we even tried this where we cut off. What was it? Sunday. This was before you're a pastor. So Sunday wasn't considered a work day. And that's what we would do. We would go to church and it would just be only things about family, the Lord and no phones, no computers. Our boys freaked out. No video games. Like, is this no what TV. legalism is? Yeah. Guys, we don't want this. Yeah. No TV shows, no nothing. It was very awkward. We didn't even know what to do. Sometimes we're like, we got to entertain our kids right now. Like how, what does that look like? So it was, remember that? It was yeah. just, it was very. Yeah, it was. Um, and I'm going to actually put these books in the show notes too. Um, just a, a book on, with uh, Gentry from Banner of Truth, and then Papa. He's got a he's got a good book on the Sabbath and just the reality of the Sabbath, and that's kind of what provoked what Shauna is talking about. That's kind of what provoked this idea is because we just being in ministry even before becoming a pastor. You know, Sean and I, with Truth Renewed and counseling and everything that we were doing, even in serving the local church, it just it was like to Shauna's point, we like our time in the Lord would be to prepare things, but it wasn't necessarily to rest in it ourselves. And then just helping our kids establish like the world doesn't stop. Like the world is constantly just going and going and going. It doesn't understand this rhythm of rest Mm -hmm. Uh, or the rest becomes extremely self-serving and it just, you know, it's, it's all focused on self. Yes. Um, which is where this conversation can go left really quick. Um, but again, just the, yeah, just just the just the reality of it, it's the idea is not to get legalistic about it. It's the heart behind the rhythm of rest mm-hmm. and realizing that, like the scripture said, you know, uh, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And so mm. we, we do need to get back to this idea, especially for those of us who are in uh, full time ministry or um, part time ministry, whatever that looks like, where we have to have. Like our work in ministry should be coming from our time with the Lord. Um, and oftentimes it seems the, the reverse. And mm-hmm. so it's very easy to get burned out mm-hmm. uh, in that um, because you, you don't realize, in, even in doing ministry, we don't realize the extent of what we're doing in our own strength. And we think we're doing it in the strength of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've found, and I'd be curious, you know, maybe maybe this will be a subsequent podcast, um, but one one of the one of the parts of you know self care uh, like a lot of us I think functionally every day after a, a good day's work uh, for all of us regardless of what that context of work looks like where we have to decompress 
oftentimes the decompression is really serving the flesh. It's like, I don't want to do anything that causes me to think I want to get lost in a show or I want to sit down and have a couple of drinks or what, whatever we're doing, uh, where we decompress, it tends to s- serve the flesh. Mm. Um, and ha- and for whatever reason, we don't think that we can go to the Lord spiritually speaking in those moments to decompress. Um, and so, uh, you know, for, for, for those of us who may be wrestling with that, and, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with, you know, getting into a show or, or, or things that we like to do to, to kind of help us unwind as it were, before we try to go to bed, that's all well and good. But I think oftentimes we, it's like, it happens. We don't even realize it. Um, to the point where I'm, I'm even here recently just talking with Shauna, like trying to get outside and ways to get out of the house, to get around nature, to kind of begin to have us think differently and in getting into these ruts of life that we get mm-hmm. into. Um, anyway, we could, we could talk forever on that stuff, but those are the things that we're thinking about. So self-care, uh, what does that look like? How do we do it? You know, intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, anything that causes us to spend time with family, uh, that invokes us to do things that the Lord has given us. Again, family, um, spending time with our, 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 our spouses, our kids, being outside, uh, doing things that disconnect from uh, just the the vein of the hustle and bustle of the everyday life. Mm-hmm. So I know I kind of got off on a rant there, but any any thoughts? You know, on <clears throat> on a practical level, uh, for me personally, for years and years and years and years, um, I I try very hard at least once a week to there's there's a couple of parks that I enjoy. Um, you're talking about getting out in nature and um, just going to these particular parks and uh, committing a couple of hours to just reading the word and meditating on the word. Um, I often take the wonderful Puritan prayer book, the Mm -hmm. Valley of vision. That's good. And just meditate and talk to the Lord and talk about sin struggles, talk about uh, or ask him for strength and wisdom and pray for people that I'm, uh, serving, but that always when and I do it pretty much every week, um, and that really is a powerful time for me uh, to just do what uh, Psalm forty six ten tells us to be still and know that I am God, and not make it about as as Shauna said uh, about you know I'm not reading the Word to find out a new counseling nugget or to prepare for anything. That is my time to really draw close to the one who strengthens me to the one who gives me the wisdom as a counselor that I need. And so on a practical level, that's, that's a huge thing for me. Another piece, self-care that's helped me from the very beginning, you know, people always ask me, how do you not take that stuff home with you? You sit here for eight hours and you listen to all this and how does it not, how does it not uh, follow you home? And Mm -hmm. sometimes it does, but something that helps me greatly is my my view of the sovereignty of the Lord and that I have to practice every time I walk out of my office every day when I walk out I'm praying Lord I know you're sovereign I know that even some of the confusing and painful things that I witness today that I don't completely understand you understand them I'm going to trust in your faithfulness to your people that everything that you're allowing us to experience as your children is for a greater good and so as I walk out of this office and I may name the people by name or I just may say I give all of the individuals I just saw to you 
This is my reminder. If, if I take this home, I'm assuming some sort of sovereign power that I don't possess. Uh, for me to worry about this does nothing good. And so I'm going to entrust them to your caring sovereignty. And just being able to do that as a routine every time I leave the counseling office literally does help me not take it home most of the time. Praying that stuff in its place. Yes. Like praying into that. Just yeah. reminding myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, and, and I think that's probably one of the, one of, my goodness, I'm not good with my words. It's yeah, too early, but not early. <laughs> but it's true where I have to, I've reminded myself very early on all the time, even in the session at times, Lord, this is your work, not mine. And just, I need to be faithful in this moment and Holy Spirit, give me the words. But even yesterday we went to a training on domestic violence and it was very, um, gory. I mean, the images that they showed, um, were actually showing the real, it wasn't like I was watching CSI or a show. I mean, it was like, this is real bodies and, um, just the violence of strangulation and what women, um, go through out there. This is real. And you're walking away going, wow, how can little old me help with so, something that's just so horrific that people walk through and realizing the signals early on and how can we be preventative in this? And so you walk away with these images and the weight of what's going on in our sinful world today. And it's hard. It's hard to sleep and get rest. Thankfully, NyQuil actually helped me last night, but that's not recommended, right? Um, but it's just a thought of... Um, Sometimes when you're seeing the behind the scenes or, you know, you're in your particular bubble, it's so hard to think, um, not, not only like just carrying the weight and not taking it home, but also feeling like how in the world can I help with such a hard and heavy issue? And so, you know, one of my, um, one of my things that I would encourage you as well for just kind of that self-care and to avoid burnout is just to have some trusted sisters and brothers in Christ that you can talk to, you know, in a way that's confidential. I know from a counseling case standpoint, it's, um, obviously it's hard because, you know, if for some reason they might know the particular person. So, you know, I would just avoid names in my conversations with my friends, but just really kind of talk through the case because sometimes actually getting to say it out loud or to have like a trusted circle of other counselors in your um, or pastors, right, in your network that you can just talk things through. This is what's going on in my church. This is what's going on, you know, in my cases and just getting that extra input. And I think that that's always been really helpful for me, not only to be able to talk about out loud, it's just very relieving, but then us pray together and realize that it's a one another and we're in unity serving the Lord together and I'm not alone. I think that was one of the hardest things early on starting out as a counselor is just feeling so alone. And so having those um, other people around you is, is really good. Yeah, that that's really good. And, and also to something that I think we've just kind of mentioned here and there in a couple of different podcasts uh, and I think Jeremy actually mentions it in his book, but just this the reality that that God cares more for this person than I possibly mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, not only does that speak to God's sovereignty, but that all, also speaks to God's care and the reality that I I literally cannot possess enough to do enough for this individual. So it mm-hmm. goes back and rests in this idea of I I'm literally just the instrument that He's using that's in His hand to accomplish that good, uh, which you know that's a huge huge reality to Paul Tripp's book instruments in the redeemer's hands. Yes. Um, and, and I would encourage anybody who hasn't maybe read that book or it's been a long time since you've read that book. I would encourage you to read that book again, because it just does a really good job of really 
helping speaking into the very thing that we're talking about is when we understand that we are just instruments in the Redeemer's hands, that it can, it can allow us to rest in what God is doing and not bring that stuff home with us. Um, and, and Jeremy, I, I love, you know, your, your thought and just the reality of having to pray that stuff, like after, you know, six cases a day that you've got into some really hard stuff to be able to, to just minister to yourself, God's truth prayerfully before the Lord. And then obviously among in, in your own mind and heart, and then just resting in that and then walking into transitioning into your home life in your home mm-hmm. context. Um, and so, but, yeah. but I think it's, you know, I obviously I hear you and I'm, and I'm thankful that other people are going to be encouraged in the fact that, you know, we're not the savior, you know, God is the savior, but from another perspective, it's not necessarily that sometimes I feel the weight that, um, that I can't fix it. Right. Cause I am reminded that God's in control and, and that, and that's the case, but I am burdened. Like it's heavy stuff in a way that. I hurt for them. I hate that they're having to walk through that. I hate that this little girl was molested. I hate, you know what I mean? It's like you're you're so angry at the sin or the struggling or the suffering that they're dealing with. So it's not saying that, you know, yeah, I know I can't fix it, but the fact that you hurt and grieve with them that they're having to walk through this stuff, it's hard to then come home and hug you and love on my kids and, you know, and... um. I guess just walk in maybe the lack of suffering maybe that we're walking through in the season that we're in. Does that make sense? You you almost kind of like it can make you feel guilty to be, you know, you're walk, you're walking with a single woman who maybe they've lost their spouse or their husband's leaving them for whatever reason for another woman or just because he's just done. And then I walk home and I come home to you in this in this marriage that I'm just thankful and blessed with it can stir emotions in you. Do you know what I mean? And so that's when it's kind of like, what do you pray for then? Like, how do you care for yourself in that? And praying that the Lord helps you to persevere and not to, um, uh, I don't know, maybe give up and just be like, who am I? Like, this is way too big for me type of thing, you know? Yeah, that's good. And, and my encouragement, because I, I know, you know, for all being honest, we've been there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if depending on whatever we've experienced that particular day with the events of another individual's life, and it causes us to comparatively speaking, look at maybe something that they've been through that was horrific. And we're looking at our lives like, have we really, truly suffered? And you begin this commentary within ourselves uh, that if we're not careful, can cause that emotional disposition uh, to where, and, and again, to me, this is where taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, you know, all these thoughts that go against the knowledge of God, this is practically, functionally speaking, where uh, this is what it looks like, I think, on a daily basis to do self-care in the context of being able to pray to ourselves and being able to know God's word and saying, Lord, I know that this person's circumstances, you were, you were obviously using this for this person and help me speak into that as you see fit. But Lord, thank you uh, for what you've done in my life. Um, and you just begin to put those thoughts. Definitely in gratitude. Yeah. It brings gratitude. Yeah. Another level just, of gratitude. Right? right. So the word of God becomes at that point, the, the, the means in which we take the thoughts that we have as a result of our rough days and put those thoughts in their place, biblically speaking, right. Theologically speaking, because uh, otherwise, we if we, if we let those thoughts go rampant and we don't take them captive, they will create 
uh, an unfortunate disposition in us because we're not doing anything with them. And it, because the, the heaviness of it, if we're not, if we're not taking it captive, it will absolutely penetrate us and cause us uh, to, to get into these pretty, uh, these pretty big emotional dispositions. Jeremy, do uh, you have anything else to add to that? Yeah, I think something that is glaring, but we might miss as helpers is that um, counseling itself by nature can stir up our own stuff. Um, so with if I'm dealing with, if I have a struggle with um, uh, insecurity uh, and I'm dealing with a strong personality, that can come to the surface as, as I'm dealing with that individual. So I think we part of soul care is being very aware of our, our own souls and what's yeah. going on and what's stirring, uh, stirring me up. And then as we see, you know, and there's some, some areas, you know, if this, if these kind of things are in your history, then you definitely want to keep the, your eye open to what's going on in your own heart. If you, if there's things like abandonment in your history, if there's trauma in your history, childhood abuse, addiction, uh, if there's ongoing marital struggles or chronic emotional struggles, uh, we as biblical counselors don't need to pretend that we have it together. It's probably our struggles and suffering that brought us into this kind of work anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if that's getting stirred up, the something that people might not tend to do, but it's an obvious thing that should be done, seek out biblical counseling. Mm-hmm. Go to someone else who has some training in this and let them be the person that you go to if you feel that your heart's getting stirred up from, from your own uh, life and heart issues. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's that's really good. good. You know, I also would think sometimes that my encouragement would be as we close out, uh, another thought would be, um, you know, taking care of yourself. You know, I, I can, man, I can give, give, give other people and I don't, I'm too tired to work out myself or, to plan a healthy meal and I'm just, you know, getting something that's quick. And so one of the things I actually need to do better in my life, just being transparent here on the podcast is, is taking care of myself, you know, resting, uh, eight hours, you know, eating healthier. Cause obviously that would, would help me physically and, and mentally and, um, you know, having fun time with friends, you know, actually going to yes. dinner and just being Shauna and just hanging out and having fun and not, um, always being those heavy conversations. I need to be intentional in those moments. It's so hard for me sometimes, even at church when people are just running up to you and it's like they need something from you. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice to, to, to make sure that I have a circle of people. I can just be me. And um, whether we're laughing or I'm talking about the things that I'm going through, uh, that's obviously a very healthy thing. And then working out, you know, bringing accountability in your life and exercising because you know, back in the day, they, they worked the land, so they didn't have to go to the gym and get on a treadmill, right? Because they're, That's why they had all the amazing illustrations exactly. in their yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, th- so, but we do, we have to, in today's culture, we are in our car and we go from one place, get out, go to another. And so we have to be intentional to working out. And so that's why I love that you and, and the boys are encouraged to get outside more and stuff. So I think mm-hmm. that'd be really good, but those are just a couple other tips, but really quick too, on the Sabbath part, I remember one of the things that we had to be intentional is telling our friends. So if you do decide to, to do a, a day of rest and you want to leave the electronics and the, the computer and TV and all that stuff off, um, you might have to, your close friends and family, just let them know, Hey, this is going to be a day 
just send out a blast email or text, hey, this is going to be a day that our family just is together and we're not going to be answering messages and on social media and all this stuff. So don't get worried, you know, if they something happens, they try to contact you because I'm not going to be near my phone. And so I think doing those types of things, even going to the grocery store, I remember we were like, we don't want to get out and go to the grocery store, fast food, all these things. And so you would have to plan ahead to make sure we had everything that we needed when that day came. And so, and, and be, um, okay to, uh, progress in a way to where you want to start out at a certain tone, but then the day comes and then you're like, oh, we should have done this and this. Okay. Well, next time, you know, we're going to prepare ahead of time to do better in, in these particular areas. So know that you're not going to start out a hundred percent. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah. And <laughs> sure. you know, and especially with, if you have smaller kids or even older kids, just the progression of helping them see this, I think will be beneficial, um, for the generations to come. So, yeah, no, that's good. And in closing it just to, just to kind of umbrella all of this, all of this sounds great. Uh, and the, the factors that will actually cause us in somebody's life is being intentional with their time and creating margin and preparing, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, working out, having time in the word. I mean, we've got to first plan our, like planning is the most important part to self-care. Um, so I would definitely just close with that. And uh, we definitely need to be doing another podcast, I think, just on some of these theological conversations on uh, like the Sabbath and stuff that I think just a lot of people haven't really considered. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I think would be really helpful. Well, you know what? Let me tell our listeners those really quick, because if you're like me, at times you might not hear this in your life. But listen, I want you to know that we are thankful for you, that you're taking the time to listen to podcasts like this, that you're serving your church, you're serving other people um, in in ways that I bet a lot of people don't recognize. And so thank you for loving the Lord Mm -hmm. enough to continue to love other people and just keep doing it. Persevere, my friend. Take care of yourself. Go to the Lord for you, not just for other people, um, and and have fun in life. Um, but continue to to um, to love others and just thank you, thank you for what you're doing. Until then, speak the truth. <laughs> <laughs>